Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Hello and welcome to Countryside here on Manx Radio. I'm Simon Clark. And I'm Kiri Kermud. At the weekend, I went along to the Moran Royal Ploughing Match at Bala Milligan at the Strang. And I went along to the Glen May Craft Fair to see what was on sale and what was on offer and also find out a little bit of history about the chapel. Well, Kerry, we're back again. A short break, but uh, things are going well. The last, uh, just before we we broke up this time, we had a chat with Peter Quayle about the uh, prices at the mart, and fairly good. But um, some disappointing uh, uh, farm sale uh, with the price of, of cows that didn't go too well. Everything else got good prices, but the cows didn't seem to. That's right. It's a bit of a tricky time at the moment. The costs have certainly gone through the roof with their travel diesel oil um, fertilizer and I think that's what the sticking point is at the minute to get through to next spring the prices have doubled or nearly tripled to buy fertilizer to put on the grassland around the island and in the UK Um, it's nearly 800 pound a ton at the moment which is astronomical so people are keeping they're keeping stock levels as is and uh, not maybe investing as they might take a chance on other years uh, in the fear that these costs are still going to rise in the springtime. So it's really knocked on a little bit to where uh, some of the ones looking to buy up new animals. Yeah, can can this be sort of um, bring people back where they might diverse a little bit into what they're doing with their land to maybe get a bit more crop rotation in? Yeah, I think people are definitely looking at um, cheaper methods using different types of seedlings, uh, using more herb mixes which rely less on fertiliser and just growing what they need, cultivating just what they need for their own stock rather than having an abundance of it. Um, It's going to be very, very expensive to put the plough in and cultivate for a crop. Maybe if the seasons are like they are at the moment, you don't know if you're going to get a good harvest. So the risks are quite high. Um, So people are are hedging their bets and just sitting tight at the minute. Mm, It is. Okay, well, uh, you mentioned ploughing there, and there was a, a, a big ploughing event happening last weekend. That's right. The Moran Royal Plough and Match Society held their ploughing at uh, Bolla Milligan Farm in the Strang uh, with kind permission from TriStar Farms uh, up there. And it was a miserable rainy old day. But I popped along to see how it was going and I caught up with Steady Al, Alan Radcliffe, as he was leaving the field. Yeah, it's pretty miserable. <laughs> and how did you get on? Um, I've got some fencing to do this afternoon so i've rushed the job a bit and uh yeah it's it's done anyway so yeah <laughs> time for home but you're always come and support these events steady that's one thing for sure you know whatever your days hold you're always here getting a go yeah try to this um i kind of knew with rushing it today i'd only really be making the numbers up but um at least there's another competitor anyway so yeah yeah that's it and how's the season gone generally for you uh yeah it's gone okay really this um yeah, no complaints. So, no, no. No. And this is the Royal Plough Match, I believe. Uh, so I'm told. No <laughs> idea about that. So it doesn't look any different to any other to me. So. <laughs> well, what do you do? What do you enjoy about the Plough Match? You know, you've been doing it for a number of years now. Yeah. Um, just a challenge of trying to get it right. Really, that's that's all it is. So yeah. Yeah. And what's the field like today? Good com- competition. Um. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, there's some of us doing a fair job there. There's um. Yeah, it's a lot of stubble on and quite a lot of stones, so it's um, tough enough going, really. So I suppose no two competitions are the same, then, if that's the case. 
No, uh, every field is different really. But, uh, yeah. And we've been here a couple of years now and uh, going from year to year, is it still differ? Yeah, it, it can do. This um, depends on how wet or dry it's been. Um, it's pretty pretty damp in there obviously today and um, yeah, pretty sticky and claggy. Yeah, it's been a, a bit of... Uh, a fair bit of rain this last few days. We sort of had quite a good run, haven't we? But now I think uh, she's settling in well, the rain now. Yeah, yeah, winter's uh, kind of turned up quick, really. It really yeah. has. We've had a good run, haven't we? Yeah. I suppose on the north you would have been quite grateful of a bit of wet weather. Uh, not this much. No, <laughs> no, it's, uh, no, everywhere's pretty wet now, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, I better let you get onto your fencing. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Daddy. Right, bye. Well, Chris, you're here with Ray, uh, Raymond Gorn here. How's the day going? Well, up to now, it's been all right, I think. <laughs> I think. Depends what Ray's got to say about it, really. <laughs> you're under strict instructions to stop here. Yes, yes. Yes, the hand goes up, you stop. Do as you're told, otherwise the measuring stick goes around your ear hole. <laughs> He's some coach then. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. He really is. I wouldn't be playing half as well as I am, but for his instruction and his help. Yeah, yeah he's uh, an old hand at it, but uh, still as passionate as ever. Oh yes, Ireland champion in the sixties, yeah. and he's he's never lost the touch. I don't think you know. Yeah. No, I think brilliant he, man. Yeah, and like you're saying, he enjoys. He looks forward to the plough matches, oh, yeah. getting out and helping oh, yeah. you and the likes. And well, it's getting him to the match. Um, and maybe, maybe he might not come now if he wasn't ploughing. I don't know, nope. but I like to I like to get him to the match, and he always enjoys the day. This is it. And the outfit you got here, Chris? It's a 1948 Ferguson TEA with a Perkins engine conversion, mm-hmm. and the engine went in it in 1953, I think it was. It just runs like a sewing machine, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's a brilliant ploughing tractor. It's not behaving very well today. The hydraulics are not quite right today, but I don't know what it, whether it's the weather or what it is. It must be the weather. My golly, it's just some showers. <laughs> Could be the driver. <laughs> so Probably <I> wonder, is. <laughs> I wonder what he's thinking out there now. He's busy looking do. down that line. It wouldn't do. It wouldn't do to think. <laughs> oh, gosh. So what have you got left here now to do? we just got the finish. Just got the clash yeah. to do now. Um, starting on that now on this run. Yeah. And, and how then, do you think you fared up? Hmm, I don't know, really. Job to know. Job to know. Plowing is all right. I'm happy with the plowing, and the boss there is happy with the plowing, so it can't be too bad. Can't be too bad. (laughs) And we just get ready for the party there next week for the results. Well, well, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'll figure very prominently in that, you know. Right. Well, uh, I'm sure there'll be a few ciders enjoyed at least. Well, we'll try. We'll try. We'll try. (laughs) Anyway, good luck, Chris. Thank you very much. Well, Raymond, how is he getting on here now? I think he's doing quite well, actually. It's looking good. It's, uh, I think he's having one of his better days. <laughs> Despite the weather. Right, bro, weather. My goodness. Yes. And does it vary much between the farms? Yes. Oh, mm. wow, the soil is different altogether, and some feels like. And we've been coming here a good few years now, and uh, Steady Al was saying there it changes between year and year. It seems to. You'd wonder uh, how, wouldn't you? There's little things like the ins and outs that people don't worry about now. I see, yeah. And then I started, if, if there was that much there and left, you would be ducked down points for it, like, you know. I see, everything right. Everything had to be nice and tidy on the end, you see. Yep, yep. 
but uh, a, bit, a bit more presentation and I suppose you're a lot more competitors then too. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when I started playing, well, no, not when I started, but after I'd been playing a while, I was I went playing in the Manx style, and I think the first match I was in there was nine playing. Goodness, wow, that's a tough class. So that was the that was the first, you know. And how did you get on? I can't remember how, <laughs> how I got on the first one, but I, I did win one or two. Like. Good, yeah. And what do you make of the new modern tractor? <laughs> I don't like all these buttons. <laughs> Too technical for yeah. me. Like, you, well, know. You, you see the local the bits of farm sales we just had lately? It's them older tractors are still holding their value, oh, aren't yes, they? Yes. And, and maybe for that reason where, you know, getting in a mechanic a fella that's used to these is an awful lot of money, isn't he? Oh, but yes. Whereas an old boy can have a go with a set of spanners and get it sorted out again. It used to be you could just get it sorted out yourself, really, yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. And these ones were going, like, you know, you could do anything with them, like. Yeah. And what kind of ploughs you got here now? It's a Fergie. Full outfit. Massey Ferguson. Yeah. It's actually the one I used to take away with me. Wow, I bet that could tell a story or two. Be some uh, acres turned over with that one. No, it's not the acres that could tell the story. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll leave that there. And that was Ray Gorn and Chris Clegg, competitors on the day. And just before that, Alan Radcliffe, before he left the field. Yeah, soggy all day, but the, the tractors seemed to, to get through. It was a bit skiddy on the top, was it? Oh, my, it was a bit uh, wet underfoot, but it didn't deter the men. They came, and our ladies, and Nicola there as well with the horses, and they had a great day out. And I asked Ray Gorn, how, you know, how does it keep coming back year on year and they just say it's in them it's the love for it and it was a terrible rainy day but it didn't put them off no and we'll be hearing from Nicola and some of the uh, committee members uh, from the Moran Plough and Match uh, later on in today's programme but uh, Glen May Chapel was the scene of the craft fair and I went along for the first time I might say in that chapel to find out what was on sale there and find out a little bit of history about the Glen May Chapel I spoke to Deb Abby Craker, one of the organisers of the event. But first of all, Pat Castain, I put it to her, it seems a busy old time at the craft fair. It is indeed, yes, it's usually busy. Um, the craft fair is every month and uh, first Saturday in the month and um, the ladies and the gentlemen are all busy um, with stalls and with uh, food. Um, uh, uh, hot soup and bacon baps go down a treat. Now, I suppose uh, the C word is is getting mentioned with with shopping and things ahead of the the Christmas rush. Um, Does that make it more busy at these sort of events for you? Uh, That's right, yes. Usually uh, November and December are the busiest um, months because of Christmas and there's lots of Christmas uh, ideas for presents and... um, and cards and uh, different items, really, so it's good. Yeah. Now, this building, I must say it's the first time I've been in the Glen May Methodist Chapel and Community Hall, is it? Community yeah, Centre, yes. Yeah. Now, it's, it looks pretty modern and nice inside here, is it? Has it been up, uh, done up in recent times? Yeah, or? in 2012, we had, a, a, had it renovated. It, it was gutted, really, down to the brickwork and redone and we're really pleased with it because we took the pews out and made the space so that other um, organisations can use it during the week. 
and um, then we use it on Sunday for um, for worship and it's um, we found it really um, good for for um, the community so they've got a community hall because we've got no other community um, in the no other community building no shop now have you no shop no post office no pub you know so it's the only building in um, in the village and we like to think that the community can use it. Well, Debbie Craker, you seem to be in charge of organising the, the craft fair today. It's, uh, it's proved busy. It is. It's very popular now. We started about six years ago with just two or three tables and coming in once a month. And gradually over the years, it's built up. And I now have a waiting list of people that want to come and have a table here. Really, it's it's incredible because the people that are sitting down here, a lot of them have made their make their own stuff. Yes, most yeah. people make their own stuff. We have a lot of um, handmade things, but we're not exclusive for handmade items. You can come if you you know selling fair trade scarves and things like that. Debbie Craker, and before that, Pat Castain from the Glen May Craft Fair, and of course some of them. Uh, the stall holders go round from uh, event to event and there really was some brilliant brilliant gifts there that uh, are a little bit different ahead of the of the sea holidays that are coming up and presents needing to be by because you go to the the big shops and it's the same old stuff isn't it but these loads of handmade stuff it's beautiful Kiri isn't it it really is this last 10 years the handicrafts on this island have just gone through the roof the the designs the color the the manx themes all coming back into play and and modernizing it and making it you know quirky and cheerful and at these crafts fair they're they're absolutely fantastic the wares the time and effort gone into producing this stuff for all of us to buy and if you've got family or friends further afield what better present to send off to them it reminds them of home doesn't absolutely. it absolutely and of course now i think more are doing it because they know which way the three legs is meant to go now <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to countryside here on manx radio with kiri kermud and myself simon clark well kiri let's get back to the moran plowing match I caught up with Lenny Karish, the president of the Moran Plowing Society. A wealth of knowledge and a little bit of history uh, is always good on the day too. So I caught up with Lenny Karish and Secretary Nicola Ronsley. Well, Lenny, here we are at uh, Bala Milligan, uh, courtesy of the TriStar gang. How is it going today? Well, the boys are getting on with it, even though it's raining heavy. Uh, it's nice to see there's 11 tractors here, I think, and a pair of horses. And they're all getting on well now. They're coming in towards the finish. Uh, the ground, of course, is stubble ground. It doesn't plough up so good. There's one Manx-style fella here doing his best, Ronnie Fairburn, who's keeping the Manx-style class going. Oh, he's been at that a number of years now, hasn't he, Lenny? Ronnie has been ploughing since 1946, I think. I think Ronnie ploughed his first match in 1946 with horses and uh, then he went on to tractors and he's come up through he's been with lots of different fellas through his lifetime he's the late Cecil Collett that was with Ronnie and James Martin late James Martin Ronnie has been with them and Ronnie he's a man that can set a plough up and he can see what the ploughing is like he, yeah. he's an excellent man and I suppose he'll be able to pass on a bit of that knowledge. There's a few young fellas running well, around here. He's uh, he's won the Manx Championship with 
at least three different ploughs mm. on the tractor. So, I mean, it, it just proves he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, he's having a good go himself. He's 90 years old now and he's having a go himself because Billy Commode, of course, had a, had a bad stroke and uh, Billy is not able to come. Billy is his latest prodigy kind of thing, <laughs> like you say. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he, couldn't, he, team, couldn't, he couldn't get nobody else to come today, so he's doing it himself. Well, I but, never. Uh, Nothing's putting him off. Nothing's putting him no, off. It's the no. love of ploughing and, and a good bit of workmanship. And there's nothing nicer, really, than to see a nice butter style ploughing. Yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's an age-art skill, isn't it? It's age-old, uh, but it, I said to Steady Alla, you know, what keeps you coming? And he says, it's, it's something in you. He yeah, wants yeah, to come that's again. Right. That's right. Oh, yes, it, it's nice to know that you can get on a tractor and do a good job of ploughing. Because ploughing is basically the start of the, of the cultivation. And my old boss, Johnny Cleland, Billy Cleland's father, he said to me one time, if it's not ploughed right, it's twice as hard to get cultivated. Yep. He says, if you take time and plough it properly, it's half the work to cultivate. And the price so, of seed now, corn or grass, well, my golly. I don't know, you know more about that than me. But you need <laughs> that good seed bed, it. don't you? And, uh, You've got to have the good seed bed for to get the grain or any crop to grow, turnips or anything like You've got to have the tilth on the ground yes, for, yes. To, for to get it to grow. And we're looking at the ploughing here, it's not overly deep, is it? Well, the majority of them are six inches. The, the ploughers say ten by six, or the bigger tractors, of course, are taking bigger for us. But... Uh, they're, they're about eight inches, I think, the, the big tractors that's come with and the And as a rule, that's all you'd need to go? You wouldn't need to go much more than that? No, 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 six inches is usually the rule. Yeah, yeah. the old Manx-style classes was always ten by six. Yeah. Yeah. But now, like, they're ploughing 13-inch footers and 14-inch footers. You've got to have the wide footer for to have the tractor wheels to get in them. Well, this is it, just some <laughs> of the size of some these of tractors. The sizes, <laughs> it's amazing now, I keep thinking back. How on earth did the farmers in, in the 40s and 50s, little Fergie tractors, but they got the work all done. All done, that's it, yeah. Little tiny tractors, like you see, you look at the one, there's one here now today plowing, and you look at that and you think, how on earth did the farmers get yeah. work this done? Is, and then you look at Nicola and the horses there, eh? before horse. that again. Yes, before that again, like you see, it was all the horses, and yeah. they got it done, yeah. they got it done. Yeah. Hard done, men done, then, done. though, Lenny. Well, I don't know whether they were hard men or not, but they were certainly good workers and they weren't afraid of work. Yeah. And I, well, I remember my father, he was cowman at Langigan. Or if there was a cow near calf and he'd be going up, my mother would be saying, Well, the boss is up there, the boss is up No, no, Matt, he had to go up to see the cow was all right. Yeah, three stockmen. He, well, this was it, like you see, they, they thought as much of the stock as what the, the bosses Bastard. did. Well, Nicola, the Moran Royal Plower Match, and what a day it has been. <laughs> Sorry, horse just trying to bite me there, yeah. <laughs> Very blustery showers. My horse has misbehaved a bit because he doesn't want to be in the in the rain, but, yeah, it's going OK. It's just absolutely magnificent to see them going up and back and just taking it all in their stride. Yeah, they do. The Duke's an old hand now. He's nearly 20. Um, L is... 
I think she's 13 now, so she's she's a really good horse. She's very quiet. Yeah. And are they best friends? Not overly. Oh, golly. <laughs> Duke's in charge at home. Yeah. So yeah. they all have to do what he says. <laughs> I see, I see. But she's absolutely stunning, isn't she, with the blonde uh, mane and tail there? Yeah, she's a French breed. She's a Comtois, second popular breed in France. There's not many of them in the UK, and I think there's only two on the Isle of Man. Wow. And we own both of them. So. Oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah. And Duke, what breed is he? Duke's Clydesdale Cross Cobb. So the strength will be there, yes. certainly for this job. Yeah, and he's got a cheeky pony personality <laughs> as well. So how's your day being yourself then, David, um, ploughing away? Yeah, we've been a long day. We've been here since seven. Um, we've been preparing programmes and paperwork and etc all week. But yeah, I think we'll be tired when we get home. That's it. And you, like you're saying, you're, with being committee members, it's yeah. great to see a good turnout and everybody that supports it. Yeah, I could do with a few more numbers here, but I can understand with the weather you don't want to be stood in a field today. <laughs> but yeah, we could do with more competitors for the horses and the Manx style, especially if there's only really one team of each now. Well, if any that. of our listeners out there want to have a go, it wouldn't yeah. be hard to get in touch and have no, a No, not try. at all. Please do get in touch. Come to one of the matches, um, manx.net on Facebook. Um, we've got our own Facebook page, Moran Royal Ploughing Society, so they can look on there as well and get in touch. And there's been lots of support with Conister Bank and all the advertisers in the lovely programme you've yes, done. Yes, there has been. They're very good to support us. Conister especially, they support us every year. Manx Petroleum do as well. And we've got our little sponsors as well, all in the programme. So we've got a nice catering van here as well. Yeah. Andy yeah. Kissick's always good to support us and bring his van along. So. Yes, and we all need a nice bit of hot food on a day like today, don't we? But, well, I better let you get yeah. back to it. David's here now, he's all measured up. Yep, yep. Good. Oh, oh, spot, spot on. on. Oh, that's what we like to hear. <laughs> Excellent. Anyway, I'll let you get back Thank on. You. Thanks, Thank Nicola. you. That was the president, Lenny Carouche, and the secretary of the Moran Royal Plough and Match, Nicola Rawnsley. Sound like they enjoyed themselves despite the weather. And uh, Nicola and her husband, they've been real supporters of that event with the with the horses because they're, they're tricky because probably the weather will affect them a little bit like humans, <laughs> won't it? It certainly yeah. did. Uh, as you heard there, Nicola was saying that uh, Duke, the older horse there, he was uh, putting his head down and wanting to do his own thing at times. But a uh, lovely pair of horses. And they're not always best of friends, she was saying. But uh, on the day, what a what a lovely sight to see them going up and back and uh, just turning the turf as if they were a tractor and normal plough. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it's a great sight to watch. Uh, if anyone hasn't been uh, to all of the ploughing matches, get yourself down there. Just uh, go down there for an hour and uh, see the intricate details that's involved in the buys and the clashes, the openings and the closing off the event and the particular, meticulous attention that they pay to it to get it right, isn't it? Oh, it really is. We caught up with Ray Gore just as he was measuring out uh, for Chris to go down back across the field. Uh, just with an old piece of stick with a few marks on it and yep he's dead online and away he went again just oh yeah, absolutely brilliant it is indeed anyway uh, an event coming up 
Yes, indeed. The Chrysanthemum and Produce Show, um, the two-day show is happening there in Castletown on the Saturday the 13th and Sunday the 14th of November at the Morton Hall, two until four. And uh, on the Sunday at 3.30 will be the awards and the prize presentation, but also the sale of the produce. I think that's one not to be missed. Those homemade jams and cakes is always, always brilliant. So that's the 13th and 14th of November, the Chrysanthemum Show and Produce there at Morton Hall in Castletown. Notice I left uh, you to say the about the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you've got anything for Countryside, please uh, send an email to ourselves, countryside at manxradio.com, or you can leave a message for Kiri Kermode or Simon Clark here at Manx Radio, and uh, we'll get back to you if you've got something to feature on the programme. But we'll leave it there for this week. We're back next week with more. So until then, from me, Simon Clark. And me, Kiri Kermode. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.